Logan and Rebel use an embarrassing amount of F-bombs. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Looking Glass Podcast. I'm your help. I'm your host, Logan Pyatt. I'm Rebel. Uh, I'm I'm screwy. What's going on? I can barely hear myself. Barely. Yeah. Oh, let me turn your headphones. Did, did you more. did you dangle my dangle? Now can you hear it? That's better. It sounds. Yeah, that sounds better. I moved up one click. Way better. I had turned it down like three clicks. How we doing, bud? Doing good. How are you well, doing? Click me more. Is this it? Well, you don't want it too loud. Yeah, that's what I like. You really like to hear yourself. Uh, yeah. Proven time and time again. Bit of a narcissist. Bit is an understatement. So I told you before this even happened, we've been sitting here in silence with each other, doing our notes, doing our whatnots, that I actually missed you the last couple of days. I didn't realize mm. once two or three days goes by and I don't get to call you in the morning, how much I actually miss you. Thank you. Why are you being shitty? I'm not being shitty. I mean, you literally saw me the same amount of times. It was just I was in a different area code. But I couldn't just call you. You could. In fact, you did call me. Oh, yeah, but I more than I, once. I couldn't call you as much as I wanted to. Okay. Miss you, too. Couldn't do my morning calls. And those are important to me. I mean, you called at other times. I don't know why you didn't call in the morning. Yeah, a couple of evening calls. When I, I feel like you were busy in the morning, so you didn't call. No, I was. Dr- well, I like to call you when I'm driving, when I'm heading over to Fairfax. Yeah. And that sun's just breaking over the horizon. Mm, you're like, who else do I know puts off radiant heat <laughs> everywhere he goes? So, so I've I've got uh, I've got two go tos right, and well, actually three go tos in the morning. I usually know Yawk's busy from like. 7 30 to 8 15 so that window is closed that's your normal commute time aj is usually busy sending poop pics sending poop pics but most of the time he's on the road so i can always call my old buddy reb and the last couple days three days you've been down there in the you know the missouri arena you boys boys been down there kicking ass i couldn't call you I didn't like it. You did call me. In the morning? I don't remember that it was. No, no I don't think it was the morning. I, say, I don't think I did one morning call. I like wanted Afternoon calls. I wanted to leave you be. Well, we don't know if that's true, but I miss you too, to sum up your point. Thanks. Uh, congratulations to all the state wrestlers this past uh, Class 1A, 2A boys and girls. These, uh, I'm trying to think. This won't come out till next Thursday, but anyway, the last week. Congrats, kids. Congrats. And especially to your boy. 
Well, no, but my boy included went down, snagged himself the sixth place medal. Couldn't be more proud of him. Fantastic. At the heavyweight category in class one. Um, and our 126 pounder, Augustus Heinz, snagged a second place, made it to the finals. Damn, really? Yeah, which is very impressive. First time we've had a second place finisher in, in Rockport in what, 33 years, probably? Well, since Garst? Oben. I mean, it's been like 33 years, probably, since we had that high a placer. Yeah, back in Gar's sloop era. I'll be damned. Well, good um, for him. I did not know that. Yeah. Ryder was the first sophomore heavyweight to ever medal in Rockport history. It's impressive. Was there just bruisers down there? I mean, there's certainly some studs, yeah. I mean, it's class one, which is the smallest class, but if you think there aren't studs at small schools... Well, I mean, it's the way it works, right? There's, farm farm kids. There were some studs, no doubt. At the you know at the class one, I mean, you've got small town boys who are just like, I don't even want to wrestle. Papa makes me. I ought to be working. The top tier of those guys at class one could compete at more than just the class one level for sure. Really? Real studs, yeah. I'll be damned. I mean, class two isn't that much bigger than class one, you know? It's all Misha, how they divide up, you know, how many kids you have in high school type of deal and sure and then you get the private schools i could talk about it on the other side i better do that oh you're salty well no not at the kids at all but the system's a bit rigged and i'll tell you why on the other side but i do want to say congratulations also to all of the female wrestlers we took three down they all won a match at state all did really well um so all of our rockport kids should hold their heads very high we're proud Darn right, we're proud. And to our listeners, the Ashholes, their boy qualified for state also. Really? I forgot to mention that before we went to state on the last episode. Um, I know they're super proud, and congratulations. Making it to the state tournament is a big accomplishment. So you talked to him down there? No, I didn't get to see him, but talked to him on uh, Facebook Messenger. Uh, oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. I, so I, I mean, mean, I knew he had qualified because I checked before state. Uh and then talk to him, talk to Gareth afterwards via afterwards via Facebook. He was congratulating Ryder, and hey, I was Gareth. congratulating him on his boy. And yeah. Okay. So congratulations. Yeah. Way to go, Gareth. To all the youth Ridic- that competed at the ridiculous name though. Two hundred and twenty fourth right? annual state championship tournament. How many did you say? <laughs> it's an inside joke. We were sitting there, and they were announcing some of the wrestlers. Say what? And the announcer said, "What my buddy who was with me heard, two hundred and twenty fourth, uh, Missouri, you know, Missouri State wrestling deal." And he lost a guess. He's like, two hundred twenty fourth. How in the rooting tootin'? This is this possible?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I wasn't listening." Maybe he said twenty twenty four. You know, since that's the year, right? Um. He heard, he heard what he heard, and I'm like, yeah, I bet they were having this, you know, back in the... Medieval times. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it turns out if you take all the weight brackets that are there, times the amount of kids in each weight bracket, there's 224 wrestlers, so uh, it was just a miss here, but I like to say it's a 224th annual. Okay, so, but the state tournament, you've been to several, right? Yes, back in the day, I went a lot to watch. Uh, hadn't been the first time actually. I've been to Mizzou Arena. I was impressed. Were you? Yeah. Well, that's where your money went. Do you like it better than Hearns? I do. I mean, it's 
I guess. Oh, good. I haven't been in Hearns in a while. Good. That's going to keep happening, though. I bet. I liked Hearns when I was in it, and this seems like a really nice arena. Well, that's that's a good thing. So, I didn't realize uh, that, I mean, high school wrestling, I mean, people get super amped up for it. I've never really followed along until you started having a boy that's in it, and, uh, you know, he's doing well and everything. But, I mean, there's people talking about it all over the place. And there's actually people that just, like, take off work to go down and only watch the high school wrestling or the state high school wrestling tournament. That is true. Which is kind of kick-ass. Yeah, no, wrestling, if you're even, yeah. If you ever had a part of it, it just kind of gets in you. It's just one of those things. And especially if you have a kid wrestling, any wrestling parent would know what I'm talking about. It's an adrenaline dump while they're wrestling. You feel like you're going to have a heart attack, even if you're healthy, unlike me. Because um, picture like a big buck just walked out. You know, your heart just bangs out of your chest for ever. Yeah. Or a turkey or whatever. Yeah. That's the adrenaline you dump watching wrestling. Well, now, so- not with every kid, but like when you're personally connected to it. And you're like, man, I don't know this sport. This gets in you somehow. I'm here for it. Because- I don't get like that watching football, which I love, or, you know, baseball or basketball or whatever. It's well, wrestling. Well, I always knew growing up that, I mean, there was always people that would take off work, even if their kids weren't in the, uh, like, the state basketball tournament, you know, they would take off time and go down to Mizzou or down to Columbia and watch the the state basketball tournament. And there's a lot of people that take off work and go down and just watch wrestling, even if their kids aren't in it. State track's a big one that gets a lot of spectators. State track's a big one. That's But that doesn't really do it for me, and I don't... No, but I mean, if you're a track person. But so, you, you know, I went to state four times. Correct. Four straight. Four times state qualifier. Four, <laughs> four times in a row, which I don't think's ever been done before. That's all the years. I don't remember even hardly seeing a parent down there. I don't think anybody takes off to go watch state golf. Can you imagine just, if your heart was through your chest the whole time they were golfing for 18 holes? I mean, it would certainly just be a mat of coronaries, <laughs> right? They'd have to have like a specialized automobile Those, that just rakes up the bodies because you can't handle the adrenaline dump for six hours. Well, and the poor parents, all they hear is, fuck, <laughs> just for, for hours on end. Yes. The old so, whack freak. But uh, but no, congratulations to, uh, to all, all of the state qualifiers, like you said. That's Absolutely. that's fantastic. Good for those kids. Before we forget, R.I.P. to Chuck Mahwinney. Who is that? I think that's how you say it. Mahwinney. 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 He's the uh, record-holding sniper for the U.S. Marine Corps. He just passed away. Okay. I mean, a pretty big American hero. Yeah, if, if you follow, if you like America, I guess I'm talking to the wrong guy. No, I love America. I'm following along. I just I didn't. Anyway, know he's he the record holder with. What do you want me to say? He's in the Vietnam War. He had 103 confirmed sniper kills, uh, with another 216 probables. What about Carlos Hathcock? I thought he was the guy. I don't know, man. They say he has the record. Okay, well, I mean, it's hard to take away from that. I would think a record be hard to beat. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude. I'm just sitting here listening. And as soon as I said, okay, you're like, well, aren't you communist? Were you <laughs> well, communist? I'm just saying, man. You're cuck, right? You, you cuck, bud? You can't say it once I already said it to you. I already said it to you. I'm not cuck. I don't know, man. 
You don't like snipers? I'll cuck a little bit. Snipers scare the hell out of me. Might cuck for a sniper. Can you imagine being in war, knowing there's snipers around? You can't even move to pee. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, snipers are so good at what they do. Yeah, I mean, they're the scariest. They are absolutely the scariest, other than maybe air support, because they can just mow down everything, villages at a time. But yeah, those are sociopaths. So the guys who run the howitzers and uh, they're not sociopaths. They're just freedom fighters doing what they're supposed to be doing. But the snipers are protecting America. The snipers who lay there on their bellies and poop their pants yep. and pee their pants. Yep. And they look through the scope and they can just, you know, watch you blink. They watch you take a drag off your cigarette. And they're like, is that him? They go, yeah. You and know they, damn well, Sam. Quit dragging this and out. And then they, then they have to pull the trigger. I like to watch. That would be tough to do, though, right? Uh, I mean, it depends who's on the other side. If it's someone that's out there. So you could do it? Absolutely. For your country? Oh, yeah. 100%. Now, could I do it as far as sitting still for that long? No. You know, my knee'd be cramping. and <laughs> I mean, no, I'd be a terrible sniper in general. Even getting there, everyone would hear me coming. Breaking branches and grunts and groans and farts and shits and giggles. <laughs> I was say, yeah. uh, Cracking of beer cans. I would be a terrible sniper. The opposition's like, uh, that bush has been farting for the last three and a half hours. So yeah, we just we know damn well he's in there, but we're having a bit of a laugh at him. We don't think he's a harm to anybody. Uh we're gonna let him stay there. <laughs> just mean a <laughs> uh sir my yeah. pants couldn't get any wetter hey that bush has been snoring for hours literally you're and it smells like it. shit <laughs> literally the urine's running from the bush i don't know if i could Just do throwing it man. my empties out of the bush <laughs> but i'm scattering them around i think i'm being super stealthy because i'm scattering all the beer cans in a you know a non-uniform pattern yeah but i've done it all just perfectly that the only place there isn't beer cans is the bush they're coming from but the problem is you have to have a scout right i mean scout snipers that's where the term comes from yeah you got to so have i would be your scout i mean two, obviously would be, be two guys one bush well you're the trigger man yeah two guys one bush two but guys one bush. you're the trigger man so i would be there right next to you right. think all the fun we'd have yeah we'd get killed instantly yep you think so oh yeah why because of we, me we'd be no just because we'd get each other giggling and that's always been our downfalls when we get to giggling. That crab. Be giggling. Get pretty hard to lay on my stomach. You know what I'm talking about? No, you wouldn't. You'd be laying I'm so horny. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You'd be like, we're on the wrong side for that talk. But did you take a blue chew? Be like, pop the blue chew. I mean, I'm just. I'm on rut. <laughs> I'm on rut for sure. Uh, anyway, R.I.P. Chuck, American hero. Uh, R.I.P. U.S. Marine. That's too bad. Yeah, I mean. Absolutely. Anytime you lose a hero, I mean, I, as far as I know, he lived a Vietnam War was a long time ago. So, I mean, I assume he, I didn't write down his exact age, but uh, he was, he's not in the prime of his life. I doubt he was, was not 76 years old. There you I go. I mean, still too soon if that's his actual age, but, but probably though, right? He's probably 76. But we can go with it or I could look it up, I guess, if it's that important. No time. I just, yeah, we have no time. I just want to say R.I.P. Chuck. Okay, well, American hero. I can see that you're pretty beat up about it, so I'm glad we uh, glad we brought it up. I feel like America when you have a bigger platform as we do, especially on the free side. I feel like American heroes should be shouted out. Well, and not to mention everybody knows that 
Well, first we back the blue. Yep. We support the troops. Yep. We support the green. What's the green? The green jeans. Yeah, sure. Well, I have a buddy that is a conservation agent. Yeah, I know. Like he, a, I know a, he listens. A really good buddy. Hey, amigo, love you. And uh, but not in this state, though, right? <laughs> Correct. Um, well, and was I, he pissed at us? No. Well, you never know. Probably not. Uh, but it was a few episodes ago. We were talking about green jeans, and I think I must have said something pretty smart assy. And he's like, "Oh, getting on the green jeans, huh? Now, nice to see," and something like that. It was just funny. So I just want to say, we support the green. Sure. Right? You bet. Well, yeah. You at least got to say it. Yeah, man. You're only making it worse. You bet. Hell yeah. Now, he's an American hero. He is ex-military. Yes, he is. And I know who we're talking about. And I I know the guy. I mean, I've met him personally. And I I do like him. So, yeah, I support him. You know, I'm more than like you. Talking about my my guy right now. Mm -hmm. Mr. Green Jeans now. So, what else you know about? traded in the BDUs for the green wool. (laughs) Is that a thing? The green wool? I don't know. You think they're wool because in the winter? That would be super co- In the winter, not where he's at. But I was going to see where he's around at. Around here. Okay, so you're a green jeans in Minnesota. Do you get the wool of, in the wintertime? Do you have the... I don't know. I mean, can you imagine, though? I mean, Even they, hypos around here, don't they have their winter ones that are like wool? Don't get me lying to you, bud. I have no idea. Can you imagine where he's at? They're like, hey, don't you have to wear these. These are your new pants for... The winter time. I'm doing air quotes. He's like, you know how bad my nuts are going to smell? Yeah, I mean, it could literally be shorts down where he's at in the winter time. And he has really nice calves, so, I mean, he could pull it off. Do you think they should let, uh, I mean, uh, police, conservation agents, military, any of those branches of uh, heroes, Think they should let them wear shorts when they're in uniform? Uh, because you never see them in shorts, like Reno nine one one. See, the only time you see them in shorts when they're making fun of them. Maybe in California you can. I don't know how. Well, because when that where Chips was in California, yeah, Chips. I think that was California. Yeah, so I realize. I, I mean, Reno's in Nevada, so yeah. I mean, I'd be it's fine with it there too. I don't feel like they can wear shorts around here. Probably not around here. Is I that mean, discrimination? How often do you wear shorts? Well, of an evening, if I'm just around the house and in for the night, throwing shorts. Oh, you break those calves out? Oh, yeah. You bust them out My there? My hairless calves, I let them breathe. There's no ca- or there's no hair on your calves? I mean, there used to be. My pants always rub it off. Hell yeah, bud. Yours don't? How smooth? Well, pretty smooth. Like big smooth? Yeah. Like woman smooth. I'm going to put you in my phone as big smooth. I don't hate it. Can I get a picture of your legs? I feel like you'd do inappropriate things with it. I can't have that on my conscience. I'm not going to smack pound to picture your hairless legs. You know, damn well you will. No. That's... When the internet's down or something. You're like, Let me do what I got in here. Oh, I meant to talk well, about that. I don't remember that. who sent me this this leg. I meant to talk about that, too. Uh, internet has been down. You heard about that? Yeah, the AT&T outage. Oh, bud. People are up in arms. They're pissed. Yeah, and if you're a cyber attacker... You're just licking your lips. This was just like a little bitty outage. I mean, it was nationwide, but they got it up relatively soon, within hours. And people were losing their minds. Y'all people were going ape shit. Like, my phone is just a paperweight now. We don't have ANTD. My phone worked fine the whole time, but. Well, you have Northwest Cell, right? I do. So do I. 
And you and I have, I mean, never really uh, been scared to bitch about our provider, you know, drop a call and like, well, how does this happen? We're in Northwest Missouri. How do we drop a call? And then all of a sudden all this happened. I have three or four employees who have AT&T and they're like, well, good luck getting a hold of me. Piece of shit, blah, 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 blah. People were taking it very hard. Oh, bud. It was bad. It uh, it blew up on TikTok. It was on well, Instagram. You know it was all over the place. So. TikTok picks it up. That's when you know it's bad. This week on Red Dirt Recommendations. Thank you for that lovely tune. That funky music will drive us till the dawn. Let's go. Let's boogaloo till we puke. Oh, we're just jumping over that fast. Oh, we've already been here for 20 minutes. Yeah, and we might as well get to where we can be ourselves instead of i had to use the word frick you know i don't like to do that no i know you don't are you going to be in a better mood on the other side or where? i feel like i'm in a good mood now you think so though yeah you are you one of those guys that's always like telling women to smile you should smile more because <laughs> you seem like that guy right now you seem a little standoffish though right so you're definitely that guy why don't you smile at me All right just smile a little you, more you need to smile a little you're, bit you're more. a lot prettier when you smile because they love to hear that Go on with the song. This week on Red Dirt Recommendations, coming off the Patreon wire, Dakota Regal sent in a little request. Love this song. An old Webb Pierce goodie. There stands the glass. There stands the glass That will ease all my pain That will settle my brain it's my first one to take There stands the glass That will hide all my tears That will drown all my fears Brother, I'm on my way Gosh, I love it. I'm not so sure it's not even on the list from back in the day, but it deserves to be on there twice if it is. Big fan, huh? Of that song, absolutely. That is classic country. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Do I know that one? I would hope, but I don't know. Who sang it? Webb Pierce. I don't know it. I feel so stupid. I don't know that song at all. You're not that country, though, right? What? You're like a mashup. How? Elaborate. You're like house music and... <laughs> right. You're like when that meets... funk what yeah you're talking out of your ass that's how country you are you're just i know what you're trying to do you're, i'm trying to tell how paint a picture of how country i paint you birmingham if you will trying to hurt my feelings is what Not you're trying to true. do when you start talking about somebody's you don't know there stands a glass at the same breath you're trying to argue how country you are think about it just for a minute oh there's a there's a way to figure this out Okay. Let me guess. Call someone and ask them how country you are. <laughs> no, I was going to say what we could do is call some old boy that we know is country and be like, hey, do you know this song? If they say no, then are you going to say that they're not country to their face? We know ahead of time they're country. What about my dad? Would you say he's country? Uh, I really didn't know him in his prime. He what? seems more like an Eagles guy. Well, I mean, he was born in 1954, grew Crosby, up. Stills, Nash, and Young. You know, grew up in a town of. Jefferson Airplane. 
I don't know about Jefferson Airplane. Do you don't though. think your dad got down Jefferson Airplane? I don't know about that, but I mean, Eagles for sure. When the truth is found to be lies, I that doesn't sound like uh, Bruce's alley. I'm I'm not sure. Let's just I'll tell you what, right quick. We'll just give him a call. Oh, see, see how this goes. Firing up the phones on the free side. And what was the first? Name of you have to ask him if he considers himself country. Yeah, well, and you there stands the glass by Webb Pierce. As I was gonna say, you also know he can't hear for shit, so we're gonna have to. Uh, I'll even turn him up. We're gonna have to say we'll this several him. times. Like, I had some complaints when we talked to Bob last week that they couldn't hear. Of course, he was talking through his pickup, and you know his head was whipping around like a crackhead. Oh, I didn't get any complaints. I didn't hear about it. They said he was, they could hear us fine. They couldn't hear him hardly at all, so they had to crank the radio. Oh, to hear him, and then when we talked. About blew their heads off. Ooze. Yeah. All right. We're going to call the old man. First, do you consider yourself country? Me? Yes. Him? Yes. You're going to ask him. Oh, okay. And then there stands the glass by Webb Pierce. All right. Hello. Old man. What? Okay. So you're on the podcast right now. Hey, Bruce. Okay. Okay. So first question. Do you consider yourself country? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah, he says. Perfect, okay. Okay, so do you know the song? What was it again, Reb? You serious? Yeah. Do you know the song by Webb Pierce, There Stands a Glass? Webb Pierce, what is it again? There Stands the Glass. By Webb Pierce. Oh, gosh. da 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 no, I can't recall. That's Jeopardy. <laughs> See? Not quite as country as you thought, are you, Bruce? <laughs> so Rebel Did says, you like Jefferson Airplane? What, what do you say? Do you like Jefferson Airplane? Uh, not really. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young? No, can't say the do. Gosh darn. What about the Eagles? Uh, some of those stuff. Not really. Okay, so I, I know, mean, but I, I know no more I now than I knew before. <laughs> Maybe my metrics a little Jones. off, Bruce. Hmm. I was telling Logan he hadn't heard of the song, and he always claims how country is. And I said, if you don't know that song, you're not country. And so he wanted to call oh. you because he considers you very country. Oh. And then. Well, that's. Pretty strict rules you got there. I may have to open it up a little bit. <laughs> you have to lighten up a little bit, man. I, I guess so. I'm going to have to open the club. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, listen to that song. Let us know if you have heard it. I'm on it. All right, Pop. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Well, Rip. Bruce. That was Bruce. Anyway, thanks for the submission, Dakota. How do you feel about yourself? All I'm saying is I've known that song forever, and I've loved it forever, and I honestly thought everyone that's a fan of older country music knew it. That's all I was trying to say. Yeah, but you got shitty, though, right? I got shitty? I mean, a little bit, because I was like, oh, I don't know that one. Country! I said maybe my metric's a little off. I'm trying to show a little fallibility here that maybe I had my club a little too exclusive. Yeah, maybe so. You won't even let me retract this week for my red dirt recommendation i'm gonna go with a song that uh i truly love it's john r miller old dance floor 
you know that song? You heard that one? I surely have because I'm a big John R. Miller fan. Have you heard it? But it's not coming in my head. Oh, really? You Let me guess. That's your country metric? You don't, you don't know it off the top of your head? Does that mean I'm not country? You piece of shit, though, right? I'm a cuck. <laughs> you cuck, though. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and to wrap up Red Dirt recommendations, also off the Patreon wire, James Leonard. Thank you, James. He wants to hear a Stephen Wilson Jr. song. American Gothic. Ain't much to do but the nights what you make it running down a dream on Stephen King and Kerouac. Children of the corn, pink house, pink Cadillac. It's not just any patch of pitchfork dirt. Stop me if you already heard the one about melon cans, pristine marijuana, 17, white frost, bean field, bonfire, kerosene, red big ladder in a blue jean pocket, lost in the land of American Gothic Yeah. It's a great song. I don't know that one either. So what categories that put me in? You literally downloaded it into your phone. Oh, that was the one I listened to. Huh? This one? Literally. Oh, yeah. Is this what I'm going to be dealing with today? Yeah. This is why we can't do evening episodes. American Gothic and You're to Be Young, Stephen Wilson Jr. Yeah, I got it. It's right here in my phone. You just said I've never heard that before. Yeah, Am I going to make fun of you now? My bad. And I've already played it for you and you downloaded yeah, it. Yeah, my bad. We okay? I think, but you need to get some alpha brains and start snorting them. I can take a couple real quick. Hang you're going to have to. Hang on. I'm right. I'll we can't right do this. I'm going to send us out while you're doing that. Well, guys, this is where we leave you freeloaders, but we do hope you come to the other side. Oh, and you got one left. Well, we're just going to make do. And there is a way you can do that. How? Well, by becoming an official member of our Patreon account. What you do is you go to Patreon. You find Looking Glass Podcast, which is what you're currently listening to. You give them a little information, pick a tier, any tier of what you would like to subscribe to, and the rest is on us. It's up to us to give you premium content for the next couple hours. Some have said it's the best money they've ever spent. I'm not going to argue with them. I don't make the rules. Some say it's changed their lives. I'm not going to argue with them. Wow. I don't make the rules. Hmm. Some say they regret it. I'm going to argue with them. They don't. They were just saying that to hurt our feelings. Cucks, all right. They're cucks. <laughs> anyway, guys, we hope to see you. We told you how to do it, but we do have to go tend to our people, our DGENs, our cult, and you can be a part of it. We've got shit to do. Bye. Love you. Bye. Serves a hundred ships a day. Lonely sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes. And there's a girl in this harbor town, and she works laying whiskey down. They say brandy, fetch another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. The sailors say brandy. You're a fine girl What a good wife you would be Such a fine girl Yeah, your eyes could steal a sailor from the sea Brandy wears a braided chain Made of finest silver from the north of Spain A locket 